You're listening to the Black Sheep Talks podcast. My name is Karina Greco, and I am your host. I am an online coach, writer, storyteller, speaker, and podcast host. My mission is to help others manifest a life of travel, adventure, and financial freedom. I created this podcast as a platform that allows for raw and authentic conversations to be the norm. I will be diving into all sorts of topics, including manifestation, mindset, self-love, healing, personal growth, spirituality, relationships, travel, the super yacht industry, entrepreneurship, and so much more. I am passionate about sharing the life lessons that I've learned and how certain experiences have helped me grow and evolve in this lifetime. My aim is to inspire you to dive deep into your own personal growth and manifest a life you love too. Thank you so much for coming on this journey with me. Hello, Black Sheep community, and welcome back to my podcast, The Black Sheep Talks. I'm excited to kick off another episode today for the personal development series coming at you every single Friday. And today we're going to talk all about how I finally came out of the spiritual closet and owned my power. And I'm going to speak on a bit on my multiple spiritual awakenings and really how stepping into it fully this year is what allowed me to fully unleash the power, the witchiness within, the essence of who I am to be my true authentic self and to really build and grow my business that is just so aligned with me and exactly who I am. So before we dive into this, I just want to say thank you so much for being here, for taking the time out of your day to listen to this. I know how important your time is, so I really appreciate you tuning in. And if you have been a regular listener or you're new here and you really enjoy what you're hearing, please just take a couple of minutes to leave a review. That would go such a long way to help my podcast grow. I appreciate you so, so much, and I'm excited to dive into the episode. So let's talk about the spiritual closet. This is something that a lot of us are, A, we're either in the closet right now, B, we're kind of like wishy-washy in and out, or C, we're like fully out of the closet and we're like, our power is unleashed, we're ready to be exactly who we are without shame, without you know, caring of what other might, other people might think of us. And this is really like the most powerful moment when you come to this realization that you can just be your true self and you can step into your power. And this is really like the game changer for your growth and your involvement as a human being on this earth. So I'm excited to share a little bit about my story with you guys, just so that you can feel like you can resonate. Maybe you're going through something similar. Maybe you have experienced something similar, or maybe you're just really interested to dive deeper into um, spirituality and to see how you can step into more of your power. So I have had a multitude of spiritual awakenings throughout my life, and I'm a firm believer that we really do, and it all either happens because of like situations that arise in our life, maybe experiences that we have, traumatic or not, or just simply 
moments where we learn and grow. And for me, I've been spiritual for as long as I can remember. I've honestly had like psychic ability since I was young. I was talking to this with my about this with my friend the other week. And yeah, he asked me like, when did I really step into my spirituality? And I have to say that I've always been quite spiritual. And even though I grew up being Catholic, being raised Catholic and you know, having a religious background, coming from an Eastern European, Ukrainian background, this kind of like religious belief system was instilled in me. And I did feel like it wasn't for me most of my life growing up because it was one of those practices that just felt like it was really shoved down my throat. And yeah, I always kind of chose to be almost like a bit like agnostic or atheist at growing up throughout my like teen years and my 20s because I just kind of didn't want to associate with, you know, a religion or something that felt that it wasn't aligned with me. And going back to like how I grew up having these like psychic abilities, I did feel like, you know, I believed in something that was greater than me and that there was this power, but it kind of started out with like just really being in tune with other people's emotions and senses and almost having like psychic abilities in my dreams and in visions. Um, I would often like see um, a lot of, you know, or feel or see or hear a lot of things in my dreams. Um, even like, you know, in my peripheral vision, um, when I was younger, um, I felt like I had this like almost like sixth sense at some points. And, you know, I kind of ignored it and pushed it under the rug and didn't really want to like associate with myself with it, especially because I grew up with these like religious backgrounds. Um, but yeah, there was always the sense of, me being a spiritual being and me being connected to something. And I've always loved animals. I have had dogs, guinea pigs, um, you know, cats growing up. So I've been just somebody that's always loved animals and I felt such a deep connection to them. And same with nature. Like I've loved hiking and being outside, being at the beach, you know, being in forests, whatever it is, anything that made me feel at one with this earth, with, you know, Mother Gaia, it was just something that really felt normal and and right to me. And, you know, like a lot of us, like we're all we're all beings that love to be connected to the earth. So for me, I've always found that I've been spiritually connected to myself, um, to animals, to nature. And this just grew and grew and grew as the years went on. So I had like really my first spiritual awakening, probably when I was like in my early teens. And I, you know, witnessed my parents going through a separation and a divorce. And, you know, it was really traumatizing at the time to see them argue and see like all of the anger and the resentment and the pain. And, you know, having to be caught in the middle of that as somebody that was, you know, younger and having to witness like all of these arguments go down. And it really helped pushed me to grow up fast. It really pushed me in the direction that was like, I'm going to create a reality that is literally going to make me happy. And, you know, reality where I can like travel the world, I can build a life that I don't want to escape from where I don't have to work the nine to five grind just to pay a mortgage and pay bills and, you know, have kids and do all of this and, and not actually get to like live and enjoy my life. And, you know, nothing against my parents. I love them, but that is the life that they chose, the life that they created for themselves. And, 
you know, they've had their challenges, they've had their ups and downs, and I'm not trying to bash them or, you know, make them feel like they're, they've done something wrong, but they have been growing and learning on their journeys too. And, you know, even though at this point now we've forgiven each other and we've all grown and we've all evolved from those moments and situations, um, you know, that was really like what sparked me forward into my spiritual awakening because, you know, just seeing how they were living their life and how, you know, they may have not been necessarily happy at some points in their life and going through some of their own pains and struggles, it made me really realize that I had to, you know, connect with myself and figure out how to create a life that I wasn't going to, you know, want to escape from or, or anything like that. So, that was really like where my spiritual awakening started. Like it's just been a roller coaster of those kind of experiences, those lessons, um, growing up, you know, moving a lot, um, having all of those challenges and experiences in childhood. And then finally taking the leap to leave my life behind in Canada, break up with my high school sweetheart, you know, leave all my friends behind and go live in Australia down under. And that was, the moment that really, really changed my life. That was the moment where I got to be fully independent, fully do everything that I wanted, even though I had gone away to university before and, you know, done what I wanted. Essentially, I fully just lived life without anyone knowing who I really was down in Australia. And that's when I got the opportunity to really find myself. And I know that sounds cliche, like, oh, I traveled the world to find myself, but really like that is what I did. Um, and a lot of people have experienced that too, right? Like traveling has opened up so many opportunities for me, like new job opportunities, friendships, partnerships, people that I've met that I would have never met if I stayed in my own hometown. And not saying that you can't if you do, but if you don't put yourself out there and like actually, you know, create experiences in your life that will push you on the path to growing and learning, then, you know, there's likely that you're not going to get as many lessons and and periods of growth and you might feel kind of like stuck in a box or whatever it is and that's really how I saw my life change was taking that leap to literally travel around the world to live in Australia then go backpacking um I found out a lot about myself so you know even when I first started traveling and living in Australia I was 22 at the time um you know I was very connected to nature very connected with myself all of those things, I didn't necessarily associate myself as re religious or spiritual per se. Like I said, I was kind of between like, oh, I don't know, sometimes I'm atheist, maybe I'm agnostic, like I believe in something, but I don't really know what. And that was kind of like the limbo that I was in. And I felt like I was, you know, trying to find myself, trying to figure out like this whole life, what it was all about. And, you know, all the moments between my travels when I had beautiful memories with myself, with others, um, traveling to different cultures, you know, having moments where I would literally be on the most beautiful beaches and the most beautiful landscapes, looking up at the stars, looking out into like, you know, the vast beauty of nature that I was in. I literally had moments where I was like, wow, like I'm pretty fucking grateful for this life. And like, there definitely has to be something bigger than me. There definitely has to be something out there that, 
you know, has put us on this earth to live this life and to have all of this abundance and to have all of these experiences that push us to, to grow. So yeah, it was really, really travel that pushed me to come closer to, towards my spirituality, to really dive deeper into that and to find myself essentially. So throughout my twenties, that's what I did. Like I literally had the craziest stories, the craziest experiences, a lot of, you know, growth in my self-love journey. And that's part of the reason why I'm writing a self-love memoir right now. And it's going to be the first of probably six series because I have so many freaking stories and, you know, one book is just not going to be enough for it. Like I've already written a few chapters and it's only just like a snippet of my life. So yeah, I have a lot to share with you guys and a lot to share with with, you know, other women, other men that are looking to, to really connect with themselves deeper and to, yeah, to grow. And the first, the first novel is going to be all about taking the leap and this whole travel experience that I'm talking about. So I'm really, really excited. And I've had a couple of close friends read a few of the pages now. And yeah, I would love, 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 love to hear if you'd be interested in in reading this and I'm going to be putting together a wait list soon for the book. I don't know when it's coming out, but it'll be out when it's ready. That's all I have to say. Um, so yeah, let's get into more of like when I finally came out of the spiritual closet and owned my power, because there is like that fine line of, you know, when do we really come to terms with our spirituality and, and calling ourselves spiritual, right? Like it almost feels like this label, but it's not necessarily like, it doesn't have to be that. It doesn't have to be like, oh, you're spiritual and you're not. Like, it's just really like stepping into your full power and, and connecting to source and to the divine and to really believing in that and to not hiding that from others. Because that's what I did a lot of my life is I would hide parts of myself so that I wouldn't make other people uncomfortable. And, you know, you're probably nodding along if you're someone like this, who's currently experiencing that with your family or your friends who may not be as spiritual as you, or, you know, may not even be spiritual at all. Cause I know a lot of people do experience that too. Um, it can be a struggle to, you know, be stuck in this limbo and to feel like you're locked up in a spiritual closet. And for a lot of my life, that's how I felt. Like as I started to discover myself and travel and really connect with nature more and everything. And I saw a clairvoyant who literally predicted some of the things that have already happened in my life, like the fact that I would move up north, back up north from Australia, which I definitely didn't want to hear at the time. And he also said that I would become a lot more spiritual and I would get into coaching and be like a type of motivational speaker. And I literally laughed at him. Like I thought there's no chance, um, you know, but it did open up the doors for me to go explore that and to go, okay, well, you know, how am I going to take the steps to get there? And it did all happen organically, like through my life experiences with all of the challenges I went through, all of the good experiences of growth and learning. And yeah, it wasn't, until um, I really moved to New Zealand where I dove into it even more, where I would be like out in nature a lot. I would be, you know, really hiking and doing all of those things. But at the same time, I was still really attracting people who weren't necessarily um, spiritual, right? Like I had a lot of ex-partners who were very black and white. Um, and I think of one in particular who was, you know, 
definitely not spiritual and definitely somebody that pushed me to grow because of a lot of the pain that I had to go through in my relationship with him. It was a very narcissistic and verbally and emotionally abusing relationship. And, you know, because of that adversity, it really pushed me to dive deeper into myself, my self-love, and therefore pushed me to dive deeper into my spirituality and connecting with myself. And then, you know, after that, I got into the super yacht industry. And of course, there's a lot more stories behind that, but I'm not going to go into all of them now. Save that for the self-love memoirs that you guys can read. Um, but yeah, I really really started to dive deeper into it. And then all of a sudden I was faced with a decision to like continue to travel the world and to, you know, get into the yachting industry. And before that I was teaching and I was working in hospitality and entertainment and I was, you know, spiritual kind of like in my personal life when I was hiking, when I was like starting to get into meditation and yoga and all of that. But, you know, on the other side in like my professional lives, I, I wasn't really getting the opportunity to be that person because like when I was a teacher, I had to be a certain professional, right? When I got into the super yacht industry, I remember just like getting on boats and being around crew who were definitely not even close to being spiritual, right? Like I worked with a lot of people who we're just very 3D. And I like to use that term because that's what they are. Like, you know, not necessarily people that meditate, that connect with themselves, that journal, that do any of that stuff, that want to explore the deeper realms of themselves and, and whatnot. So I really felt like I was in this limbo. I was literally in a metaphorical and physical closet. Like, especially when I was working in yachting, I was working and stuck in this cabin. Um, you know, I may have met like one or two spiritual people, but a lot of them were also hiding who they were. Right. Um, I remember being on a boat where I was like, Oh, I want to do a yoga flow and meditate every morning. And, and I did do that. I did start stepping into that and like continuing my practices. Um, I've always been someone that's had like, you know, spiritual practices. Um, I mean, in the last couple of years, I really, three years, I really got deep into meditation, but I was always someone who did like fitness and yoga and journaling. So this part of my practice was there. It was just really like kind of going deeper and learning how to connect with source and, you know, seeing that we have this power within us to do that. So while for as long as I worked in these industries, this was really hard to do. It was really hard to step out of this closet and to be myself because, you know, I either feared judgment. Um, I already had some people comment on some of the things I did, like, you know, whether the fact that I was like way too woo-woo, like, you know, I think I mentioned to you guys, there was a captain that I was that I was working with and partly dating that literally thought that I was way too positive and that manifestation was a bunch of bullshit. Like I had people like that around me who were literally keeping me stuck in the spiritual closet. And I mean, no one can physically keep you stuck and keep you forced in there, but I was choosing to stay stuck. I was choosing to stay in these situations where I couldn't be myself. And 
you know, I'm really blessed that like my sister is very spiritual. My mom is very spiritual now. And I've got to connect with them on that when I got home and we would do yoga and we would do these like uh, rituals and the full moon and new moon together, which was so beautiful. And I'm so happy that like my family is getting into that. And I started to attract friends too that were, that were more into those kind of things. But at the same time, you know, for as long as I stayed in these industries and for as long as I kind of kept people in my life that maybe were friends or people that I attracted at that point in my life, you know, for as long as I kind of kept myself small, I would stay stuck in that spiritual closet, right? And it wasn't until I literally came to Tulum, Mexico last year in 2020 on a holiday that I realized like that this place was my home. And I'm actually going to be talking to you guys about that in a couple of episodes from now where I'm going to tell you about how I manifested moving to Tulum, Mexico. Um, But really like how this allowed me to step into who I truly am and find my power. Um, And starting my business was also like the process of that, like really realizing that like, okay, like I want to create something for myself. I want to do something to serve others, to help others. Like I know that I'm not meant to be a high school teacher. I know that I'm not meant to work in the super yacht industry. All of those things were like experiences and, you know, jobs that were kind of like a means to an end. And I really knew that I was destined for something greater. So I was slowly but surely getting pushed and pushed out of the spiritual closet to really express who I was. And I told you guys as well, like I had the idea two years before I even created and launched this podcast to do a podcast like this. But I was always too scared because I was worried about what other people might think of me, especially the people I worked with in the industry. And, you know, the friends that I had at the time who weren't spiritual, like I had some friends who literally rolled their eyes at spiritual people. And I used to be like, oh, shit, I got to like dim my light. I got to make myself small because I can't make that person feel uncomfortable. And you know what I'm talking about if you've been in this situation. So really coming to Tulum and finally, you know, getting fired and leaving the yachting industry and going full time in my business, that gave me the full permission to step into my power. And that's when I just decided like, I'm going to be fully me. And, you know, I don't care what other people have to say. Like, I'm just going all in on it. And my first group coaching program that I created for the woman who wanted to break into the super yacht industry, I really infused a lot of spiritual work inside of that program. And at first, I was freaking scared to do it because I knew that, you know, this might be something that's not really something that yacht crew look for or that they might not even know that they need, right? Because like I said, I worked in the yachting industry and a lot of people were not in tune with their spirituality or who they were. They didn't do any of the mindset work on themselves. And I really saw this gap in the industry. And that's when I thought, I need to be that leader to step out of the spiritual closet and be the light for others to help them, you know, navigate within this industry and also just in their life. So I slowly started to step out of the closet and to do those things. And, you know, when I launched my podcast in April, literally a few months ago, I 
started talking about plant medicine. I was just like, fuck it. Like I'm going to share parts of my life. Like why would I want to hide this? Like I remember when I went to my first ceremonies, I didn't want to post anything on my stories. I didn't want to come out with the truth because I was afraid that I would get some negative feedback or backlash and that people would go, oh, you're like a druggie or whatever, you know, like, oh, like, you know, you, you talk about yachting and you coach others to get into yachting, but here you are speaking about drugs, right? Because plant medicine is still stigmatized and people might see it that way. But really, I don't believe that. I think that there are healing modalities, that they're powerful medicines and they're not drugs. Like they cannot be compared to something like a hard drug, like cocaine, for instance. So, I really just went, fuck it. Like, I'm stepping into this. I'm getting out of this fucking closet. I'm breaking down the barriers, the walls, and I'm going to be fully me. And I don't care if people unfollow me. I don't care if, you know, I lose friends. And I did. Like, I had friends who stopped talking to me, stopped reaching out to me. And I'm sure, like, they must look at me and go, oh, this chick has literally gone off the rocker and is now, like, super woo-woo, like I can't even recognize her. And you know what? I'm fucking happy that that's the case because I'm happy that I don't even recognize the girl that I used to be. I used to be someone completely different. I used to be someone who I wasn't. I wasn't truly me. I was literally wearing a mask. I was pretending to be this like professional teacher, then a yacht crew. And whatever I did, it was always the story and this mask that I would put on and wear. And to be honest, I just couldn't take it anymore. And I knew that starting my own business was going to give me the permission to create my brand and to be exactly who I want to be. And this was really the moment where I fully stepped into my power. And really, like after running my first program and seeing how many women's lives I transformed and how I got them to tap into their spirituality more and their mindset and for them to go like, wow, this is really going to help me in my life, not even just in yachting. This pushed me to go even further. Like, you know, I was already talking about plant medicine. I was talking about all of my experiences. And then I thought, I really just got to get into my freaking witchy power. And this is something I've always done. I've always been someone that's done a lot of rituals, a lot of, you know, full moon, new moon ceremonies with myself. And I've been a manifestation, like, master my whole life. Like there's so many things I've manifested into my life and I know that I have this power and I know that everyone has this power, but sometimes people just don't see that within themselves that they can step into this power. So now I'm literally on a mission to help women step into their own power and to really, you know, do the deep inner work to step into their woo-woo and become these spiritual as fuck entrepreneurs that they are. So this has really been like a year of me being my own experiment and of me like taking the leap to finally come out of the closet and to be exactly who I am, to literally tell the world like, this is Karina, this is her, I am my authentic self, I am not trying to be anyone else, and I'm not doing this for anyone else but myself. And of course, for the women and the clients that I want to serve, but 
I'm showing you that you can do the same thing, right? That you have the permission right now to be yourself, to choose your power, to choose to step into that, to choose to, you know, go down the spiritual path and to grow and evolve and to be fully you, like fully expressive, not non-apologetic, like 100% yourself. And that is when you really own your power and unleash that power within. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's been so freaking worth it. So worth stepping into that and, you know, just fully owning who I am because I've attracted so many amazing things into my life since I've done that. This year has been a crazy year of growth for me. Like I've attracted amazing new soul friends, um, connections, clients, like, you know, it's, it's just been a dream really. Um, and it's really because I decided to finally come out of my the spiritual closet I was locked up in and own all of the spiritual awakenings I have. Like I've stepped into my true authentic self. I'm not afraid of what other people will think or say about me. I don't seek the external validation. I don't judge myself. I'm literally free to just be. And I want to remind you that you have that choice too. Like you have the choice to step into that power. And I've learned how to prioritize all of my spiritual practice and make this a lifestyle transformation, not just trial, right? It's not just like, oh, I'm going to try this diet for two weeks. Like, no, this is a transformation. And I've set clear boundaries with myself and others. I'm literally energized as fuck every day because I am who I am and I live, you know, my life in the way that I want and I'm my true self every day. And I want to inspire you to do that too. Like, Go take the leap and make it a priority to put yourself first and to just be yourself. And I've also learned how to run an online thriving and soul aligned business, right? I gave myself permission to show up as myself for myself. And this in turn has allowed me to hold space and show up energetically for others, for all my friends, for, you know, my clients. And I know that you have the choice to do this too. And if you're already doing this, then that's amazing. But if there's something that you can shift or tweak in your life to really grow your business more, if that's something you want to do, I'm going to tell you that being your authentic self, sharing your story, just showing up as you is going to get you there, right? It doesn't matter how long it feels like it's going to take, just taking those steps to show up as yourself and to step into your authenticity, into your power, into your spirituality, it's going to help you and your business so, so much. Um, so I loved this topic today and I hope that you enjoyed it too. And I want to remind you again, if you are interested in connecting and joining my program, Your Higher Self, which is literally kicking off in a couple of weeks. I would love to connect with you. The application is in the link in the show notes. I will also be running a free five-day money and abundance challenge called Manifest Magic, and it's going to help you to literally attract more love, money, and abundance in your life. So this is both for your personal life and business. So I cannot wait to see you there. Even if you're someone who's not an entrepreneur, you're someone that's thinking about being an entrepreneur, you're already an entrepreneur. I want you in this challenge. This is going to help you attract more abundance into your life. I'm going to be sharing so many juicy secrets, so many tips on how you can do this. And I cannot wait to see you inside. I'm so freaking pumped and I'm excited for your journey.
down your spiritual path. And I will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening until the end. I am so grateful to have you a part of this journey with me. If you resonated with this episode, then please share this on your Instagram story and tag me at the Black Sheep Travels so that I can say a massive thank you and show you my appreciation. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on future episodes. Please share this with your friends or anyone you know that would enjoy this podcast. If you're interested in finding out more about me or how we can work together, then please visit my website, www.theblacksheeptravels.com. You can also subscribe to my email list so that you can stay in the loop for podcast drops, blogs, freebies, info about my coaching packages, my ebook, and upcoming courses and books. Thank you so much for listening until the end. I am so grateful to have you here.